Watford's talent, Rob in the studio with me I have Mila Falls hello hello it's lovely to finally get you into the studio thanks for having me in well I think you've had a bit of an interesting life so I think I'm just going to chat to you um, <laughs> do you have to be anywhere at a certain time because I think well, I, could... I did text you earlier because my mate's like I want to go to the cinema it's like oh I don't know if I'll make it so I'm going to try and watch Star Wars tonight oh wow I don't know if I'll make it okay committed try. committed you're not going in costume no You've got one bun, which could be a Princess Leia sort of... Yeah, I could, I've got another job. hair bobble. I could make two big there buns. There you go. By yeah. the time you leave, we will give you two Princess Leia, Leia buns. Yeah. Um, right, let's find out about Mina Falls then. You grew up in Norwich, yeah. now based in North London, yeah. and music has kind of been a part of your life forever. An obsession, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. And you taught yourself guitar and keys, so what was it that made you start playing those instruments? Were they just lying around the house? Um, I think I saved up or asked my mum for a keyboard, like a really rubbish Casio one yep. back in the day and I was about 11 and I remember having the same keyboard lesson every week because I just didn't practice. I had the guy come in, you know, like really nice guy, learning some nursery songs and I just, I wasn't really digging it enough to really rehearse. I'm not a really amazing keyboard player, I can play basic chords and I can produce a bit and I can play guitar a bit but not with these fake nails, they're not very practical. Yeah, playing guitar <laughs> but, um, I'd say my main skill is being able to do everything a little bit so then when I work with professional guitarists and keyboard players I know a bit more about it so so when you were being a bit rebellious and not practicing in between lessons which we all do yeah. let's be honest unless you're singing it was yeah. way more fun I think also if, if you love singing and you just want to be great at the instrument straight away to be able to accompany yourself yeah you don't want to like hours of practice you're like oh god this is so long yeah and it's always something really rubbish that they make you learn as well like it was like a nursery rhyme yeah oh when the saints go marching in or yeah. something like that I remember learning that on the saxophone and the french horn and multiple <laughs> instruments yeah. that I tried and gave up on um, but when did songwriting become more interesting to you so uh, not just learning other people's songs but actually getting to grips with writing lyrics and putting chords to, to what you wanted to write well I remember buying singles on CD when people actually paid for music back in the day and I was going to like the record shop when I was a kid and um, there was always an instrumental version of songs so I'd play that and then get like record my own top line like lyrics and melody over an instrumental I didn't know what that was at the time but now I do it as a career as like a top line writer I write for other people in library and TV and film as well as like a job but back in the day I was just doing it for fun and I would just get a random instrumental like whether it be a pop song hip hop or drum and bass and then just make up my own song on top of it and that's how I started because I just just did that every day I was like, obsessed with it how do you because when you hear an instrumental of a song that you've heard the existing lyrics to and the yeah. melody how do you sort of ignore that and start from scratch and have a fresh idea because that in itself is a skill surely yeah I mean you just you sort of like just a way of um you just hear the song and start humming a different melody and then you just write lyrics to that that's how I do it anyway and when you were going through school because this all sort of kicked off in your early teens yeah did you have an interest in music in school as well were you part of all the music clubs or was this something that you just did well, at home in your bedroom I wasn't part of like the uh, classical music clubs at all like, I didn't go to any of the after school stuff because mm. I was obsessed with just doing pop music at the time and I liked R&B um and yeah, I just preferred soul and R&B to learnings of with all the orchestra, all like violinists. And yeah, yeah. I wanted to sing, and I remember actually getting put in singing lessons in my uh, high school. And the guy was trying to make us do classical singing, and he told me, "He's like, no, you're not very good." And I was outraged. I was like, "But I don't want to be singing this kind of stuff. I know I'm not very good at this. Yeah. I'm not a classically trained singer. I want to be a commercial singer." And um. 
I remember me and my two friends in our music GCSE were like, we're going to, because we were all writing songs and that two of them were really good pianists and we sat and made, we spent our lunch times writing music and stuff. Brilliant. And our teacher sent, um, our music off to BBC One and we entered a competition. It was before the year, about two months before the first pop idol. So we were like 14. This is years ago. Um, yeah, so some kids would be like, what pop idol? <laughs> there was a first one. Yeah. It's just always on forever. Um, yeah, and uh, we got on the show and nearly won the whole show with our girl band, basically. So that was my first experience of doing it for real. And everyone at school was like, oh, we saw you on TV. And we thought we were amazing. And then nothing happened and we went <laughs> back to normal. But like, it was my first taste of, oh, this could be a real job. Like, And the yeah. excitement of it, it all the brilliant. buzz. Got a makeup done properly. Oh, amazing. Like, oh my God. <laughs> amazing. Those. Um, you mentioned soul and R&B are they sort of the genres of music that you listened to growing up Who who's inspired you vocally do you think Lauren Hill would be nice. one of my favourite yeah. singers of all time I just listen to her on repeat trying to sing like her I still can't even get close you're born with that yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah big inspiration singers like her did you ever listen to some old school soul as well or is it was it all kind of yeah, fairly I mean, recent Aretha Franklin Roberta yeah. Flack I learnt their songs on like basic chords on piano and would sing them try and do my version although it's trying to be Aretha Franklin it's a bit of a hard <laughs> task a tricky one. it involves like quite a lot of space in your diaphragm to breathe as yeah. well isn't it? and again you're born with that vibe yeah yeah you can't teach that <laughs> when was it you started going out and doing gigs um I started doing like, open mics at uni. I did a music production degree with a load of guys. There was two girls and just 25 guys. So I was on a bloke's course. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I made friends with a guitarist on a course called Tom, who's a good friend of mine now. And uh, we just started playing just random open mics. And I was terrified and I was rubbish. I sung in the wrong key. I got all the words wrong. And it took me ages, actually. I was really nervous for years. I just didn't really have any confidence in doing it so it took loads of gigs for me to really get good um, good at just enjoying the, the gig yeah. and, and not, not be like nervous. Ah! Yeah. and uh, just waste the whole gig being nervous and I'd be like oh what am I doing I don't know if I should be <laughs> did you find that after that because you'd kind of got yourself into such a tiswas about it not enough people use the phrase tiswas anymore tiswas is a great word yeah, bringing it back <laughs> um, sometimes you can't even remember your performance because you were so yeah like, just definitely I'd have to if someone filmed it I'd, I'd uh, not even remember it in real life and I'd actually learn if it was good or not by watching it back because I'd be like oh, I don't know how it went I'm glad I'm not the only person <laughs> that has that problem um, I've heard though that open mic nights is an amazing place to start because everyone's just really nice and understanding and people kind of have followed a similar journey so did you find that people were really supportive in that environment yeah I mean half my Facebook contacts are from people I met out and about like doing I think I did 300 gigs wow in about two years I just did every gig that was on offer and just just met a lot of amazing people and then the more gigs you do the more talent you like reach and you're like how many people are really good yeah. and you just think oh there's probably a few talented singers around every other person is incredible and you're like oh my god what am I doing I'm trying to compete against like 10,000 other people this is a hard dream to yeah. like get near yeah it's hard so how did you make that sort of transformation from just a girl gigging in a pub being ridiculously nervous <laughs> to going on the road and going on doing massive gigs supporting I mean names like Rudimental Jess Glynn Ella Eyre, Van Morrison and UB40 yeah how do you get from the open mic nights 
to on a stage sharing it and an opening for such big names just i think my i've got a worrying amount of ambition i'm like a bit sort of like now i'm just like feisty with my email in um i made a lot of networking contacts over the all the open mics starting out i met loads of musicians set up a band and then took it to another level of live band basically so having drums basses keyboard player and guitarist i've worked with for a few years now um and then we just sort of started just focusing on more high profile gigs and i got a booking agent and that sort of changed everything because she did the hunting for me because i'm i'm rubbish at like pushing for stuff and i can't sell myself very well it's quite hard to go like i'm amazing book me please because you feel like an idiot (laughs) so it's nice having someone representing you and how did you lose those nerves because to step on a stage with crowds that are there to see such big names at which point did you shake off those nerves or were you still sort of secretly peeing your pants a little bit i'm always nervous i'm <laughs> nervous now i'm like what if i just say something completely stupid I'm like oh no um i think i just started enjoying playing with the band as if we were just in a rehearsal room and i think the bigger gigs are actually a bit more friendly because the audience see you like playing a pub to five people they don't really take you seriously yeah. so it is actually really hard saying please turn around and watch <laughs> okay yeah you're just gonna ignore me brilliant like, that is a bit soul destroying yeah. but everyone's standing behind a barrier they're there to see a show see and i stepped up my costumes and everything i felt more like i was performing a bigger like, show so i want to know about these costumes what did we step up to like, <laughs> do you have a certain style that you go for on stage um i don't know it's hard to describe yourself i've got a wardrobe full of sequins and gold and jumpsuits amazing and i mean you even got sparkles on tonight yeah white sparkles Nice. (laughs) Matching to the snow that we had this morning. Brilliant. Um, And also, it's kind of, it's not just you going out and about. Tell us about your band. What's the lineup? What's the the massive sound that we can hear? So, when it's full band, we've got um, an amazing drummer I'm working with recently called Ale, Italian super drummer that's just one of the best drummers I've ever worked with. And his energy, just watching him drum's amazing. It's just like the way he smiles like so he's like the whole backbone of the band then we've got um bassist super guitarist and then keys and then we have a bit of track as well because a lot of it's dance music that you can't uh play live exactly the same as the record so we have a little bit of that coming through on logic and laptops i'm a bit of a super geek so i sort of set it all up and um yeah and back and vocalist when the gig is right for that and then my vocals sitting on top the wonderful band playing amazing now you've been working on your debut album remember me has this been something sort of in the pipeline for a while are you really excited to finally get it out there it is nice finishing something i'm having it in a printed cd because everything's just digital and you can kind of make a song in an hour put it in logic bounce it out and then you've got an mp3 and it's like all right that's really good but having it with artwork and printed in your hands is a really nice feeling like finally finish something (laughs) because you just think yeah yeah i'll do it soon especially like a lot of creative people i know are always about to do something and they never quite finish yeah so it's nice to get around to actually saying it's done it's finished and how long do we have to wait before it's finally out there for us to hear so can't let you go an album 15th february so not long so not long at all okay so uh, sort of a belated valentine's present yeah if you forget on 14th this is the present you should get the next day um brilliant well let's get um your first single that you've released off it um can't let you go is there anything that you would like to tell us about this song or do you think people just want to listen to it am i going to go nuts in the studio having a bit of a, a dance 
You might wiggle your hips if you're in the mood. Yeah. It's a bit funky. Yeah. Oh, I um, love funky. <laughs> it's funky pop, I'd say. Well, I made a lot of, like, like pure pop before and really sort of, like, dance floor, underground house. So this is just me doing music I love. Amazing. Let's get its debut play on Raw Vibes. This is Mila Falls and Can't Let You Go.
Duran can't let you go with its debut play on Raw Vibes. Mila is with me in the studio now. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, I did have a little groove to that as well. <laughs> really enjoyed it. Um, so that's the first single, Can't Let You Go, off your debut album, Remember Me, uh, which is out sort of next month, is it? February the 15th? Yeah. That February is the date. Um, and you're also doing a music video to go with it. Yeah, so we've filmed that already and it's just being edited at the moment. I think it's going to be my first view of it in a few days. Amazing. And um, it was amazing, actually, because I've done some prancing about and fun outfits videos, but <laughs> um, with this one, we wanted to go a bit deeper and actually have a story. So... We hired two elderly actors Amazing. to tell a story of loneliness amongst elderly people with the idea that um, you can fall in love at any age because the lyrics in the song like Can't Let You Go, I Remember Being Happy and uh, these two characters, they are really lonely. They're like both 70s, like 75 kind mm. of in there. Um, definitely retired. And uh, their partners in the story are gone so they're so just very sombre and they both go for a walk on Hampstead Heath and one of them drops a glove and they meet and the guy sends a really sweet letter saying oh hello would you like to meet me and go on a date and she's a bit like oh I don't know you know it's been a while like decades I'm not really sure if I'm up for this and um she sits in the house thinking am I gonna go and then he's waiting for her and it's like oh is she gonna come and then um she turns up in this beautiful sequin like black sequin ball gown Amazing. and they're dancing and I'm in the background with my guitarist just playing in this working man's club and they're having this amazing dance and this like blue lit like dance floor so it's a really cute video and there are amazing actors in it so. awesome oh, I can't wait to see that so we need to wait is that the 15th of Feb as well 15th, to see that yeah this sparkly dress that you're talking about featured in the video has she taken this from your wardrobe no it was another really nice thing actually we teamed up with um, Crouch End Air Ambulance Charity oh. shout out um, to them because they were up for getting involved in the video and so they provided the outfits with the idea that we would team up as so we the charity because it was raising awareness for loneliness campaign so we were just like I just didn't want to do another sort of here's me singing at the camera video yeah. I wanted to do something that actually had a message and a bit more important than me when I'm really passionate like I've got a 91 year old grandma that's um, just gone into a care home and it's sort of I think a lot of people don't make enough time to see sort of the older people in their lives yeah, as much as they could do. Everyone's yeah. always got a reason why, oh, I can't quite make it, I've got work. But yeah. Especially in London where everyone like charges around at a million miles an hour. So I just wanted to make a video that um, was inspired by sort of seeing my grandma get older and lose her partner and sort of with a proper message. Absolutely. <laughs> now, what does your grandma think of your music? She's a big supporter. <laughs> like, she's got, she's got dementia, so she's losing the plot a bit, but she still remembers that I am a singer. And, uh, yeah, she she um, printed out a picture of me about four years ago, like, singing and put it on in her wall. So Amazing. So that means more than anything. I don't care who likes me. My nan yeah. supports it. <laughs> yeah, I remember she paid for my singing lessons when I was a kid. So, Brilliant. yeah, she's been a supporter from day one. Really. Grandparents are great <laughs> at doing that kind of thing. My grandma used to pay for my piano lessons. I feel really bad now because <laughs> I lost her about this time last year um, and she was an amazing pianist yeah. um, and I feel really bad that I, I didn't really take her to the to piano at that time and now I've started playing a bit more um, but I just wish that she knew that I've finally oh, she does. a long time she'll after yeah probably like jamming along yeah she'll be like finally yeah. god I <laughs> paid for this years ago yeah, exactly <laughs> taking the credit for it still yeah. um, now you've done loads of really cool tours like toured Ibiza and done loads of festivals as well what's lined up for 2016 
Um, hopefully we're going back to Ibiza again. I've gone there four times now, four nice. trips to do some gigs out there. That's my best location, just because I'm a big fan of the sun. Like Winter's really? nice when it's snowing, you can put a big coat on, but I'm not really a cold, not born to be in the cold. No. So yeah, Ibiza... Um, oh, my brain's gone a bit dead now. Um, I've already re- started writing my second album, actually. Wow, amazing. So we're already sort of uh, full speed with that one. Um, more videos and my next gig, when is it? 13th of February at Ministry of Sound. So I've got some sort of dance gigs with some great producers, people from Defected Records, which is a big dance label that um, I've been a fan of for years so it's really nice to finally play these gigs after like trying to get on the bill for years and saying like please take me seriously like slam door in the face so it feels like progress is being made and got some really fun gigs coming up awesome so that's a massive weekend for you the 13th of February that's the Saturday night uh, Ministry of Sound and then the debut album Remember Me out February the 15th but there's a Monday afterwards Um, if people want to check out your music and keep um, all up to date with everything that you're doing where do they need to find you online? So the website is is M I L A Mila Falls. If people think I'm saying falls, F A L L S, like a waterfall. Nice. So MilaFalls.com. Um, and everything in the social media is all the same. So M I L A Falls, like a waterfall, Mila Falls. I love the way you say that. <laughs> It's going to stick with me as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming in. It was great to meet you. Thanks for having me. And um, I can't wait to see this video for Can't Let You Go, the first single uh, released off the debut album out February 15th as well. So a massive day for us all to get in our, in our diaries. Thank you so much. And I look forward to hearing the debut album. Now. Now. Showcasing Watford's talent.